Welcome back to Happy Dose Podcast. It's Nikesh and Satish here bringing you your dose of happiness. Now guys, today we have a very, very special episode for you guys. Now, if you have listened to some of our previous episodes, let's say the last four or five episodes, you've seen that we've brought on people, you know, real people with real stories and they've shared their journey to happiness. Uh, and some of them have even shared their struggles. But today, I think we are bringing on one of the realist and the raw story of someone. Now, today we're joined by Ram Goodman, and he is a bipolar disorder survivor. Now, if you don't know what that means, or you know what we're going to talk about, just wait, hold on a bit, because like I said, this is a very raw story and a story that, you know, we really need to talk about and discuss with everything that's happening right now in the world. So uh, Ram is going to come on. He's going to talk about his struggles, what it means to be, uh, you know, bipolar and his journey to survival and also happiness. So, hi, Ram. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Before we begin, we have this tradition here where we ask our guests to share a quote, uh, maybe their favorite quote or a quote that means something. So do you have a quote that you would like to share with us? I don't have an exact quote, but this is from the Bharad Aranika Upanishad. And it's a sage, Yajnavalkya, and he's talking to his wife, and she's asked him about the nature of the Atman, or the self, uh, to put it in simple terms, God within each of us. And he says, a husband loves his wife, not for her own sake, but because the self lives in her. A wife loves her husband, not for her own sake, but because the self lives in her. Children are loved, not for their own sake, but because the self lives in them. Money is loved, not for its own sake but because the self lives in it. All things are loved, not for their own sake, but because the self lives in them. So this self, our true nature, is, according to this philosophy, Advaita, non-dualistic Vedanta philosophy, this, this self, our true nature, is fullness, completeness. Um, it is happiness, but... We're seeking it outside ourselves in objects, circumstances, and relationships. And what we're seeing in those is a reflection of our own nature. So we're looking for happiness outside of ourselves. We're looking for something, the completeness, which is already us. We are complete. So this is the way I interpret the quote. I'm sure there are different interpretations. Wow. That quote was really deep. <laughs> it got me thinking too, and I totally agree with you. I think just how society has become and uh, how humans are these days, we look for happiness and completion outside of ourself. You know, whether that's buying a new electronic device, new clothes, new purse, new bag, or, you know, looking for new friends, girlfriend, boyfriends, whatever it may be. We try to find happiness in others and, like you said, completion in others. So I totally agree with that quote and very, very nice quote. Uh, very interesting. Really got me thinking and I think it got a lot of our listeners 
thinking too. Uh, but Ram, before you know, we go ahead and move on with your story and your journey to happiness, um, for the listeners that might not know what bipolar is, could you give them a quick overview or an explanation of what this disorder is? Bipolar disorder is a mood disorder, which is different from, say, a personality disorder like borderline personality disorder. Uh, bipolar disorder is characterized by extremes in, in mood from uh, highs that can be uh, called mania, but that can be um, intense, impulsive. Mine usually manifested in the form of uh, uh, an obsession on one thing and staying up all hours of the night and having an uh, incredible number of ideas all at once. <laughs> Sometimes it seems like a good thing, but eventually... What goes up must come down, and you crash. Uh, simply put, that's what bipolar is, is a, is a mood disorder. And it's usually treated, um, not always with antidepressants, because they can trigger this, this uh, manic phase, but uh, with mood stabilizers and um, a number of other medications, some of which are used for epilepsy and other disorders as well. Just from hearing your explanation, I can tell that this is a very serious disorder. And I can't even imagine how hard it must have been to overcome it. So do you mind sharing some of your stories about exactly how you overcame this disorder? Well, my story starts actually in childhood. Um, I had an alcoholic and abusive parent. And of course, he was carrying on a cycle that had gone on before him something that I had hoped to break. <laughs> and um, in my teens, I attempted suicide and was put on some medications, uh, attended therapy sessions, and this lasted for a few years. And eventually, I tapered myself off of them. But then in my 20s, had to go back on, had another attempt. Um, and then after several years of staying on medications again, and this I did on my own, which I don't advise, I, I tapered off again. And, and this lasted for a while that I, I seemed okay, but then gradually it started to manifest again. And in my 50s, I ended up diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder, along with ADHD, or ADD, rather, and... Um, PTSD. So I, um, at that point, I was in therapy, taking medications, a number of medications, and at one point fell into a deep depression, um, was practically in a stupor, um, had no desire to go on at all, and unless I could get better. I did throughout, throughout this, especially after that diagnosis, want to get better and and it was because of that that I agreed to um, ECT treatments electroconvulsive therapy which is somewhat controversial but it did help it it did help to bring me out of that deep state of depression and um, and helped me to start to make take steps forward I did lose some memory in this process um, what seems to have been about a year's worth of memory. It's important to understand that during this time, all this time, I was a yoga teacher. I was teaching yoga classes. 
Uh, and I was aware of this deeper philosophy of Advaita Vedanta, but I had not delved into it to the degree that I have now. So as I started to come out of this, I, and this took a few years, I gradually started to work on myself, both physically and mentally, doing meditation exercises, taking long walks. I, I had always been very physically active. The medications caused me to gain nearly 50 pounds, and I have a rather small frame that's a lot for me to hold. I, I had been a vegetarian, uh, in fact, for over 30 years now, and at that point, I decided to drop dairy, eat basically a vegan diet, plant-based diet, which really seemed to help in stabilizing my moods too. And then working with a, a doctor, therapist, I had a, a doctor who was a psychiatrist who could prescribe medications but also did talk therapy, and he helped me in weaning off the medications altogether. And so over a period of time, it was probably over a year, that I gradually weaned off all the medications and uh, returned to work and had been back, had been back <laughs> until my position was eliminated last year, uh, had been back for seven years with no medications. So, you know, basically that's it. That's, that's my story. Now, it's debatable as, well, I would say doctors would say it's not debatable. They would say that bipolar disorder cannot be cured and that it's lifelong. Although I have to wonder how many people like me go back to tell them how they're doing when they don't need to see a doctor. And then the other difficulty in a situation like this is that others who have seen you in these situations have an image they project upon you. So even the slightest mood change might seem to be a bipolar episode to someone who is a fixed view of your situation. And so that does make it difficult. But um, hopefully this is helpful to someone <laughs> to, tell, to hear my story. I, I think the most important thing that helped me was to understand that I am not, I'm not only not my body, I am not my mind. I am not my thoughts. You know, the majority of the thoughts that we have are just repetitive things, a lot of self-talk, and a lot of it's nonsense. And we need to learn to look at that and learn to understand that this is our vehicle, instrument. The mind is our instrument. And work with it that way instead of letting it take over. And it still will occasionally. You just have to pull yourself back and take the reins again. Wow. I think that's one of the most real and raw story that we've ever heard on any of our episodes on this podcast. Now, I know it's always hard to share something so personal as this, and, but I believe because you did share it that this is going to help a lot of people. Um, and that's you know always a good thing. Now, my next question it's a little bit of a happy question. What is something that you do or think about that makes you really happy? Something that makes me happy. A thought that makes me happy. You know, one of the practices that I did during the time um, that I was coming through this was to visualize, as I was going to sleep at night, to visualize the faces of people, sometimes just acquaintances that I know maybe in the neighborhood or people that I would just happen to see at work or on the way to work. And then gradually it would come to coworkers, friends, family, and I would see them as happy 
and smiling. Just see their faces coming up in front of me as I was going to sleep in one by one and see them smiling and happy for no apparent reason. And I found that that practice really helped me a lot to appreciate joy that others are experiencing, which is the same joy in all of us. That's a really good way to look at things, uh, look at happiness and actually achieve your own happiness and joy. Like you said, uh, I really like that. Um, and again, you know, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, now, my last request from you is, do you have any piece of advice for anyone listening out there that might be battling uh, with a disorder, whether it be bipolar or something else? And, uh, you know, they might be having trouble finding their happiness. As far as advice goes, um, I, I would say taking up a practice of meditation, um, learning to see learning to see the mind as your instrument, witnessing the mind. Another practice that helps is japa, or mantra meditation. Repeating a mantra is basically training the mind to stay focused. And those are the things that help me. Again, Ram, I want to thank you for coming on our show and sharing such a personal story and journey of yours with us. I really appreciate it, and I know everything that you talked about today is going to help a lot of our listeners out. But before we sign off, is there anything that you would like to shout out, like your podcast, your website, or anything like that? I do have a podcast. It's called the InnerQuest Podcast, where I have guests that I interview, seekers and teachers on various spiritual paths. And mental health is frequently a topic on there. Now, guys, if you want to go ahead and listen to Ram's podcast, he talks a lot about mental health and, you know, overcoming those obstacles. So I highly recommend that you guys do go check out his podcast. And all the links are going to be in the description. There is a link to go ahead and check out his podcast. So go ahead and do so. And before we sign off, one last thing, uh, just keep in mind that Ram is not a professional, uh, you know, advisor. We are not professional doctors or therapists or advisors or anything like that. So if you guys are struggling with mental health issues, if you are having bad thoughts or, you know, you feel more sad or low than other people, um, we do recommend that you go out and see professional help. There is no embarrassment in going out and talking to a therapist or a doctor and seeking professional help so you can get better and start your own journey to your happiness. Now, guys, like always, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and click the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future real and raw episodes just like this. If you guys have any questions or feedback or you want any other type of help from us, go ahead and email us. The email is going to, again, be in the description. It's absolutely free to email us. And if you want to be notified automatically when our next podcast comes out, go to our website, again, link in the description, and fill out the notification page. 
All you have to do is put in your email address, and next time our episode comes out, boom, you'll automatically be notified. Thank you for listening, folks. This podcast has been powered by Podmeo. Podmeo, home of the best podcast hosting on planet Earth. If you want to start your own podcast, visit podmeo.com. That's P-O-D-M-I-O.com. Until next time, stay happy and keep smiling.